All right, so we're moving to our number three. I am Jim Rome. Nice to have you here. All right, so we're coming right down to the end of the year, another great year, and the way we end every single year is with a urine review. The XR4TI has been busting its ass on the urine review. The urine review is coming up on Friday, and what the urine review encompasses is the urine review in sports, the urine review in the jungle. Sometimes back in the day, we would only get to like September and then try to rush through it. We've gotten much better at it. I mean, way, way, way back in the day, it used to be kind of a three-day event. We would spend three days. We would start on Wednesday reviewing the year. There was that much. And then I figured that was kind of overkill. Cut it down to two days, then one day. Then we couldn't get the entire year in one day. And in recent years, we've done a much better job. Alvy's got a method. Tommy's got a method. I direct them accordingly. So Friday is the big day, the year interview, which means that you have this hour and then you have tomorrow. And then that's it for me for 2023. Then I'm going to go away to Wisconsin for one week and then I'll be back next year and we'll have some good stuff, changes, different things, good things that I'm looking forward to that I'll tell you about when we get there. Meantime, coming up later on today, I've got one interview still left. Dusty May, the head basketball coach at FAU, will be joining us. He took them to the Final Four last year. They're having a really good year this year as well. Dusty May joins me at 1140. If you missed hour number one, we talked Cincinnati Bengals football. Mike Hilton joined me. So that was good. 1-800-636-8686. All right, so just when you think that the... New York football teams cannot be any more farcical. They always seem to find a way to do something even more absurd. And can I stop right there? Full stop. That might be the first ever jungle use of the word farcical. But I couldn't resist because it is the perfect word to describe the great pizza shakedown. The great pizza shakedown, a.k.a. Pizzagate a.k.a. the time Tommy DeVito and his agent tried to shake down a local pizzeria for Tangur. A local pizzeria that is about 22 minutes from where Tommy D grew up. Now, before I get into this, let me give the other Tommy D, Tommy DeVito, this much. It's pretty confusing. Tommy DeVito... Deserves this much in so much as at least he gave us something to watch concerning the New York Giants this year. Because if it were not for Tommy Cutlets, the Giants would have been one giant nothing burger. And no, Brian Dable, you cannot eat a nothing burger. Because a nothing burger is nothing. Just like your football team. Nothing. Except for those 15 minutes when we had tea cutlets. But now I think the best thing that Tommy Cutlets has given us, my favorite thing, is Pizzagate. Pizzagate is way better than anything Tommy Cutlets has ever done on a football field or ever will do. Now, if you haven't heard anything about this, it all started when DeVito's 1920s gangster lookalike agent charged some local Jersey pizzeria 10 grand, 10 gur for an appearance fee. 10 grand for cutlets just to show up. Probably show up, take a few pics, sign a few autographs. Who knows? I don't know what was in the contract. I just know the financial amount was 10 grand. Except that's where things got really sketchy. Things got sketchy when the agent then turned around and doubled 
as Trevor Price would say, double it. He then tried to double the allegedly agreed-upon price with that local pizzeria after Cutlets beat the Packers on Monday Night Football. In other words, the price just went up. Now my guy's famous. My guy balled out, and now the price is going up. That was the old price. Now there's a new price because, of course, that happened. What else could have happened? Of course, this dude, cosplaying as Lucky Luciano, tried to shake down a local pizzeria. I mean, biggest lock ever. The only shock would have been if he didn't try and do that. Of course, this dude, who basically is the Rocky of the Looney Tunes gangster, looks like that, but in real life, he tried to double an appearance fee for a dude who himself probably couldn't even believe that anybody would pay him anything just to show up and be him. A week ago, nobody would have. And then all of a sudden, this guy commands uh, an appearance fee of ten grand, and then he shows up on Monday night and they double it, twenty grand for Tommy DeVito to show up at your pizzeria. I mean, look, you're worth whatever anybody's willing to pay you, except the guy in question was willing to pay ten grand, not twenty grand. Ten grand. That was apparently the agreed upon price. Twenty grand. Dudes, fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes are going to be over before that check even clears. The entire appeal of this guy is that he's just some area guy. Just some guy that the Giants probably found in a local pizzeria. Not a guy that needs 20 grand in order to walk into a local pizzeria. But hey, if you're Sean Stellato, I guess you better strike while the iron is hot, right? Gotta try. So I guess what that means is striking while the iron is hot means shaking down a local pizzeria for an extra 10 gur. Of course, local pizza man was going to have something to say about that. And did he ever have something to say about that? They picked the wrong dude to mess with. They picked the wrong dude to renege on, allegedly. Man, I am so happy. Not happy that they tried this guy. Well, actually, I am happy about that. What I'm really happy about, though, is that somebody shoved a camera in front of this dude's face and asked him what he thought. What he thought of them quoting a price of ten grand, only to double back and say he's not coming through that door for anything less than twenty grand. It was at that point that we found out who the real star of the giant season was. Where's the camera? Where's the camera? Nino Caniglio. This is a legendary pizza man. You had best not forget that name. You had best not mess with Nino. Check out Pizza Man's response to ABC News' question about the Stellato shakedown attempt. Check out my man Nino getting nice. This slime ball, leprechaun, lucky charms, mother after, wants to, you know, he tried to switch it. And I was like, what are you talking about? What, what is this? What you, what, like, are you crazy? Like, why are you harassing my store right now? He's like, well, you know, Sean's very sorry, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, sure. Sean's sorry when he treats people like dirt and like peasants and think he can't get touched. And then when it goes against them, then, and he can't give you the, even the, uh, a phone call 
never in the world to get to. That he wants to apologize. He can't even be a man and call me himself. He wants to set up a photo so he can come in, walk away. Are you out of your mind? My man. First of all, rock that dude. He answered the first question with, quote, this slimeball, lucky charm, MFR. Give me that first line one more time, Alvin, because that is incredible. This slimeball, leprechaun, lucky charm, mother effer, wants to. Check that. Slimeball, leprechaun. Lucky Charm. This slime MFR. Leprechaun, Lucky Charm's mother effer. Holy crap, this dude is amazing. That is so much better than anything actually Giants football related. That is better than anything the Giants have done on the field in years. Man, you got to love that local pizzeria owner hitting them with, in effect, you know who the hell I am? You know who the hell I am? I'm the local pizzeria owner. You know who right? the hell I am? You know who the hell I am? I'm Pizza Man. F you. Who the hell are you? Who do you think you are? You Phil Sims wannabe? And how about you? You over there, leprechaun. Who are you, Drew Rosenhaus? Get the hell out of here. You call dominoes, you greedy, bum-ass sons of bitches. Man, I'm sure Pizza Hut will pay your greasy appearance fees. And get the hell out of my house. Get out of here. I got to hear that one more time. This dude is so great. I mean, be real. Be straight up. You quoted the guy 10 grand. 10 grand's 10 grand. Why is it 20 grand now? Go ahead, Nino. Get him. This slime ball, leprechaun, lucky charms, mother effer. Wants to, you know, he tried to switch it. I wish he had gone with the full 13-letter bomb. That would have been amazing. Except he checked himself for the local news. He said that on a TV interview. Obviously, getting eviscerated on the local news is a terrible look for DeVito and for DeVito's agent, who is clearly an expert of terrible looks. Ask his fedora or his Kelly Green suit. Thankfully, DeVito knew better. DeVito made it right. He demoted his agent to football-only business. He hired a new marketing rep to handle this type of thing. And then he showed up to Coniglio's in person yesterday free of charge, which was the only move. He had to make that thing right. Because you can't be the all-time Jersey everyman QB and then go around charging ten grand per pizzeria appearance. Or you can... But then he can't jack the price up and double it when you have one more good game. This dude had no choice. If he ever wants to get served a Jersey slice ever again, he had no choice. He had to make that right. Now, I don't know what the agent has to say for himself, especially after Pizza Man put him in the ground. How are you supposed to come back from being called a slime ball, leprechaun, Lucky Charm, MFR. This slime ball, leprechaun, lucky charm, mother effer. Incredible. You notice that guy wasn't even like, hey man, you know, 
I really want to do it because it's the Giants, and I'm a Giants fan, and I've always been a Giants fan, but we're just a little family-run pizzeria, and ten grand was a big swing, and you know, it'd be really great to have a celebrity in the house, but we really can't afford twenty grand, and it's too bad it didn't work out. No, 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 no. That's not how he handled it. That dude was like, you slimeball, leprechaun, lucky charm, MFR. This slime ball. That's not how this works. Man, I love the way that dude handled his business. You want to talk about standing on business. That's a dude standing on business. Luckily, the 15 minutes are nearly over for all of these characters. I'm just thankful for them. I'm thankful this happened. I'm thankful for all of it because without Cutlets and Pizzagate and the great pizza shakedown attempt, notice it didn't work. The Giants, I love the way too, not only did it not work, not only did they not get their 20 gur, they didn't get their 10 grand. Homeboy had to show up and do the right thing and make it right and do it for free. Lost it all. Could not have been hell any worse. Anyway, Because of that, thankfully, the Giants' season is not a complete and utter waste of everybody's time. At least we have the attempted, alleged pizza shakedown. Failed pizza shakedown. So what's the big takeaway from that? I'm not even going to answer that. I'm going to let the man responsible for it handle that for me. Nino, in all his wisdom, broke it down. My man, what is the moral of this story? So, yeah, I think the moral of the story is, you know, you know, be careful what you're doing with, like, small independent businesses, this and that. Um, you know, try to be a man of the people. Try to make sure everybody's whole. Like, these guys, like, I'm a little guy. I'm a, you know, I'm nothing. The guy's next to me. The guy's in this business. Whatever. You're a hero to all of us. Um, a lot of these sports athletes are a hero to a lot of us. But... You know, I mean, at the end of the day, I think the number one rule is do what you say, say what you do. You're never going to go wrong in life with those rules. You know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean, dude, but you're wrong about one thing. You're not nothing. Dude, you're the man. You're the man. You're an icon. You're a legend. What are you doing, dude? I need you on the reinvention project. I need you doling out advice like that. Business advice like that. Life advice like that. Moral of the story. One Don't try him. Two, don't pick on the little guy. Especially when the main reason everybody likes you is that you are a little guy, just like them. The little guy who made it. Also, bulletproof advice. Do what you say. Say what you do. You're never going to go wrong in life with those rules. You know what I mean? Quote, end of quote. I know exactly what you mean. You know what I mean? Pizza legend. I promise I would never, ever pull any of that crap anywhere, much less in your pizzeria. So to me, the true face of that franchise is not Dimes. It's not DeVito. It's not Dable. It's Pizza Dude. The straw that stirs the drink. The guy the other 52 take their cue from. Nino, the legend. You put that man in the ring of honor right freaking now. You know what I mean? Give him a ring. All right, so I've got an absolute legend on hold. I will hold him over until the break 
because he and I have a few things we have to get into. He's somebody many of you know, and he is the very epitome of in-market, on-topic. And he's a legend. He's on hold. He joins me when we come back. Dusty May at the bottom of the hour. And I do have time for your phone calls, but only after I talk to this legend. That's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. All right, so really quickly, welcome back. I'm Jim Rome. Dusty May is coming up at 1140. It's going to take me one minute to set this up. I've got somebody on hold who is very important to me. And he's been a topic on the show. You've never met him, but you've heard me talk about him. Now, we are going to Eagle River for Christmas. We've never done that before. The reason we're doing that is we have a house there. And we only go in the summertime. So somebody once said to me on this show, in terms of an ATP, which neighbors do you like better? Your Wisconsin neighbors or your California neighbors? And I said, I don't know any of my California neighbors by name, but I know almost every neighbor that I have in Wisconsin. The Wisconsin neighbors are much better. So I have lots of new friends. I never make any new friends in Cali, but I have a bunch of new friends in Wisconsin. One of my best friends in Wisconsin is Woody. Now, you know Woody. I've described Woody. Woody, Woody, Woody's on hold. All right? And Woody just, I don't know how this came to be. I didn't ask for it. I know Woody. He's very humble. Somebody probably put Woody up to this. Probably Dodger Jano. Just like she put me and Logan up to that other spot. Woody is a very humble man, but he's a very determined man. Woody is an outdoorsman. Woody, as I've described, is half Bill Gates, half Paul Bunyan. He likes to hunt. He likes to start businesses, and he likes to take care of people. He's a great dude. And when I get off that airplane, he will be one of the very first people that I find in the Northwoods come this weekend, and he's on the phones right now. You've heard me talk about him, but you've never actually heard Woody on the show. We go to the Northwoods, my brother, Woody. Woody, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, brother. How you doing? Great. How you doing, brother? Good to hear from you. You too. Good I am to great. So, Woody, I don't know if you're following any of this at home. I don't know if Molly has dialed you into this, but there's a lot of people giving me a lot of advice about what to expect from the Northwoods and Eagle River in the winter, and I've never been, so I don't know. First of all, Woody, are there mule deer? Not in the state of Wisconsin. There's, there is absolutely zero mule deer in the state of Wisconsin. All right, so I don't need to worry about that. So no. are, are we going to ice fish? Yes. We are going to ice fish. I got the I got the chargers on right now for the ice augers. I got the tip ups ready to go. All right. So, like, what's the weather though? I'm told it's too warm and it's going to be more of a brown Christmas than a white Christmas. What's the What are the temps yeah, like? We, we just had a, we've got a little bit of snow cover on the ground, but hopefully we'll get a little more Christmas Day. But we've got plenty of ice out in front of your place, so we'll be out there and and uh, have some tip up tip ups out in front and maybe a little uh, little fire going and maybe a little. Uh, you know, a little, little, what do we call that? What do you call that? A little moonshine or a little cocktail or something going and watching our tip-ups. Yeah, a little old-fashioned maybe, or you know me, a little tequila, maybe a little vodka, yeah. a little something, right? right? So what are the temps? Are we talking about 30s, 20s, 40s, what? Yeah, there's ranging from probably 15 as a low to 35, something like that. It's unseasonably warm right now, and uh, 
you know, very little snow, which is unfortunate. But either way, we'll 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 have fun either way. Fifteen does not sound unseasonably warm to me. Woody is joining us. Woody, so what else? So once we're done ice fishing, what are my other winter options in the North Woods? What else are we going to do? I got a full full schedule for you. Maybe we've got, uh, you know, there's an area just down the road from us that we can take a little nature hike and feed the birds and and uh, and maybe make a fire at the end of the day down there where the birds are located and and have a little fun there. We can. Uh, there's definitely we can do some biking outside if I could get you to do that. It's kind of fun. They've got trail systems set up right now for outdoor biking, which which I've done and that's a great time. So there'll be plenty of plenty of things we can do and then. Uh, Maybe even we could get Logan there to, well, <laughs> have a little inside pickleball game. But I don't know. I don't think so you're play, still pissed about that, aren't you? Cheer you're, us on, you know. You're still you're still pissed about that, aren't you? Oh, I'm, I'll get even with him. I just got a. We're already my partner and I are already training for him. We'll be ready for we'll be ready for him. Yeah, well, not only that, he's gone away to college, so you know he's done nothing but drink for his whole first semester. <laughs> now now is the time, man. Now is the time to get a shot at that kid. Are we going to snowmobile? Well, it doesn't look like it. Oh. Doesn't look like it. there's just zero snow cover right now. So unless something uh, something moves in here as far as the weather pattern, it doesn't look good for snowmobiling. But uh, we'll 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 keep busy. That's for sure. No, I know Woody. Well, I know we'll that keep... you will, you will find something. You know what's interesting? Woody from the Northwoods, good friend of mine, joining us on the program, impromptu. You know, Woody, I'm getting a lot of calls. You know, the show is national in scope. I don't know how much time you spend on this show. I don't know that you know that you become a thing on this show, but there's a lot of people actually checking in from around the country about the nutty squirrel. Tell them that's actually you live closer to it than I do. For those who don't know, what is the nutty squirrel like? It's awesome. It's a great place right up the road from where we live. They've got real good chicken wings. They got specials on a nightly basis during the week. Great cold beer and, and uh, good soup and good hamburgers. It's just it's a real fun atmosphere. They've got a you know the same group of people, not the same group, but there's a lot of the same individuals that go in there. So it's like home when you go in there, and, and they're there. It's just a real fun environment. All right. So what? What are we eating? I've told them famously when I first met you, I'd heard all the stories, and then I went to your famous brunch, and you hit me with an eight-egg omelet, and you said, yo, Rome, you want a pork chop? And I said, no, Woody, I'm good with the eight eggs. And you said, you're getting one anyway, so what are we going to grub on? Well, you, you know, Jim, that it's always a surprise, and we got something. You know, <laughs> know. We're definitely, we're, we're, you know, we're definitely got something in mind for you and Miss Janet there, so we'll, 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 we'll have to, something to talk about on the show next week then. There's we'll no doubt. You. There's always something. There's always a surprise. All right, Woody, I love you, man. It's great to hear from you. Can't wait yep, to see you too, and the fam. I'm I will actually, see you when I'm we actually, get in. As, we, as, we're, as we're talking here, as before, uh, before the call, I was actually getting ready for a meeting with your son next week, so I was doing a little work preparing for Jake. So. Uh, oh, you're going to talk to Jake? Yeah. All right, I like it. I like it. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Good looking okay, out, Woody. I appreciate care? you. All right, man. I'll see you next week. Travels, okay? You got it. Woody from the Northwoods. Woody, not only does he have businesses, lots of businesses, he employs all the local kids. So Jake went to work for him. And Woody's tough now. Woody, you can tell Woody's very humble. You can tell that that's a Midwest outdoorsman. Woody grew up in a town, I think, of like 30, literally. He's an amazing success story. I think he grew up in a town of 30 or 50 or 14 or something crazy like that and was a star athlete. But he's built these businesses and he employs all the local kids in the summertime. And Jake said he wanted to work. 
I said, you don't need to work, son. You're going to be there six weeks. He's like, oh, no, I really want to work, Dad. I really want to work. I want to show my worth. I want my own money. I said, Jake, if you're going to work, you sure as hell are going to finish what you start. Of course, Dad. Of course. Hello. Of course. When So Woody hired him. Not quite as glamorous as Jake thought, and he tried to quit one day in. All hell rained down. That, that was not good. I'm like, dude, let me tell you something. One, you're going to deal with me for the next two hours. And then even worse, you're going to walk your ass in there if I allow it. And then you're going to deal with Woody. And then you're going to tell Woody you're quitting on him after one day. And if you think I'm a problem, wait till you get a hold of Woody. So do you still want to quit? Yeah, no, I'm good. That's what I thought. Get your ass to work. And don't be late. Woody's never late. All right, so that's Woody checking in. He said there are no mule deer in the state of Wisconsin. What are you people doing calling me up and telling me, hey, Rome, be careful of the mule deer in Eagle River? Scottsdale, that's a big L on you, bro. You just took a big L. Rome, be careful of the mule deer. Woody just said it, point blank. There aren't any in the entire state. I noticed when I said to him, because before I go to break, everybody who always says to me up in that area, why don't you come for winter? I always say, what am I going to do in the winter? Snowmobile, snowmobile. So when I said to Woody, Woody, what are we going to do? And he started to tick it all off, and then he got to bird watching. Hey, by the way, Woody, we're not bird watching. I'm not doing that. I'm telling you that right now. I don't care if there is a fire or an adult beverage. We're not going to bird watch. I'll ice fish. But I noticed that he didn't mention snowmobiling. I'm like, are we not snowmobiling? He's like, I'm sorry, brother. There's not enough snow cover. I'm like, wait a minute. Right. I'm going to hit DJ and see if the tickets are refundable. I'm not going there if we can't snowmobile. All I've ever heard about is you got to come. You got to snowmobile. Tommy and I were talking the other night, and I was doing a little research. Back in the day, there was actually a snowmobile derby. A snowmobile derby. How badass does that sound? I had visions of a snowmobile derby, like the the Monaco of Eagle River, the Monaco of the Northwoods. And now we can't do that. Eagle River is known for a few things. One, it's the snowmobile capital of the world. Two, Woody lives there. Three, T.S. Eliot used to write on the second floor of our boathouse. That's what Eagle River's known for. Those three things. T.S. Eliot ain't walking through that door. Woody is still there. But we're not snowmobiling. Yeah, I don't know. I may have to rethink this thing. Do we need a break or can we get this call in really quickly? I got to do an ATP. No, I Get to do an ATP. ATP brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Let's see what we got here. Hitman Canadian. War Woody saving you when you fall through the ice. Let me tell you something. I mean this in all sincerity about Woody. When all, when it goes down, wherever it goes down, if you're in a back alley, if you're in a bar, if you're in the woods, 
and somebody snaps an ankle, if anything happens, that's the dude you want there. I'm telling you, he's just one of those dudes. He's good. He's good in the boardroom. He's good in the outdoors. He, he would. That dude would fish me out of the ice. For sure he would. Hey, man, when my neighbor's dog bit me the last trip, Woody was right there when it happened. I looked at Woody. I'm like, dude, that dog just bit me. Woody's like, you good? You good? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. He's like, let me see. You good? Did you tell that neighbor? You want me to tell that neighbor? I'm like, no, Woody, I got this. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hey, Romy, if you can't ice fish or a snowmobile, would you consider live streaming yourself taking a polar plunge? Also, if you catch a fish, who was taking that thing off the hook? I bet Woody just bites them off. Brian in Erie. I don't know, dude. Again, I don't hunt. I'm not apologizing for it. It's just not my gig. It's not my deal. Janet fishes more than I do, believe it or not. Woody, I know, can handle it. Woody is an outdoorsman. Woody likes to hunt. Woody Woody can handle the fish. As far as the polar plunge, doubtful. Doubtful. I'll see. You never know. You get caught up in that minute, in that moment, you know? DJ will hit me up with, are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? I'm like, oh, you're going to test my manhood. Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it? I, I'd rather not do it, maybe. It would be an all-time post, though, right? All-time live stream. Let's get out. Dusty May joins me. Welcome back. Jim Rome with you. We are going back-to-back. Back-to-back icons. Woody from the Northwoods. And right now we are joined by the head coach at Florida Atlantic. He is in his sixth season. Last year, the Owls went 35-4. and They won the Conference USA Championship. They advanced to the NCAA tournament for only the second time in school history. They reached the Final Four in the process. He was named the CBS Sports National Coach of the Year and the Conference USA Coach of the Year last season. This year, they are playing big once again. They're 9-2 and overall. They're ranked number 14 in the AP poll this week, and they've got a big one Saturday. Florida Atlantic is going up against fourth-ranked Arizona. We are joined by their head coach, Dusty May. Dusty, it is great to have you back on. How are you? Doing great, Jim. It's great to be on. It's good to have you back on, Coach. Appreciate it. So I could argue that being ranked number 10 in the preseason poll and then having nine wins in your first 11 games, it seems to me you picked up right where you left off and you're building on last season's success. How do you feel about how your team has played thus far and where you are right now? We've had a few bumps in the road, uh, but overall, we've played really well. Uh, we have a target on our back now, which we're all well aware, but uh, we, we scheduled a gauntlet of, of games, and we think we had six games in 12 days against all quality uh, opponents, and, and we've been able to to withstand that that stretch, and now we have a couple more games before conference play, but we're, we're extremely excited to be playing in Vegas in T-Mobile against Arizona and uh, a team that was number one until a couple of days ago. That's a great opportunity right there. Dusty, you mentioned something I was going to get into, the fact that the team's got a target on its back. I remember back when the NCAA tournament seedings dropped, you know, you made the point that I, I'm not sure that we're getting the respect that we deserve as a nine seed. Then you guys go out there and you prove just that point. What's it like to be 
going from a team that might have been underrated to one that does have a target on its back every single night when you know you're going to get everybody's best shot every single night. How do you think you guys have dealt with that? Our, our guys have done a great job. We, there, there's been probably only one game where we didn't play at, at, with a high level of intensity and didn't, didn't play very well. Other than that, we've competed uh, like we've needed to. It, it's just it's so odd for us to see uh, teams having locker room showers after they beat us and, and things like that. But um, it, it's a it's a testament of the players we have in our program and 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 where our program is right now uh, in, in college basketball. So. Um, it, it could change tomorrow, but we're we're excited to be playing in these marquee matchups. Uh, it seems like every game. We're talking to Dusty May. You know something else about the team. You had the greatest year in school's history last year, and at the same time, you've got the great luxury of having all five starting players back from last year's Final Four team. It's got to be so gratifying, right? That none of these guys hit the portal to try to go become a go-to player on another team. What does that represent to you and the program? These guys have a great respect and, and admiration for each other. We all realize that that our success is a result of those guys that are that are uh, in the circle with us to, to my right, to their left, whatever the case. And and, and I'm not sure that in, in today's society, there's very many young people that are that self-aware that they credit their successes to their teammates and, and uh, how valuable they are. And so we just have kind of a throwback approach where every day we we try to uh, live in live in our strengths, but but also recognizing that um, if we get a dunk, it's because that guy's playing with three or four really good shooters, and if we get an open three, it's because he's playing with great passers and great screeners and whatever the case. So um, we we share the success. We've got a, a a team that we have a few guys that get a lot of personal accolades, but we have a group that there's not much separation between the top and bottom of our roster. No, there's not. In fact, you guys fully embody that team concept with nobody averaging more than 15 points per game. But as we saw in last year's tournament, when you need that bucket, junior guard John L. Davis is usually the one who delivers. What were your conversations like with him back in the spring when he considered declaring for the NBA draft? And then how thrilled were you when he came back? They were, they were brief. Um, we have daily conversations, but it was, it was more along the lines of you can get guaranteed money from the NBA. Um, I'm going to encourage you to leave and, and I'm sure his family would have done the same thing, but if he didn't have anything guaranteed, we'd love to have him back. Um, and, and so I think with, with most of us, we'd already made those decisions before it was time, uh, be- before it was the, 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 I guess the final, uh, the transfer portal, whatever you call it, we'd already decided we were going to come back and, and we have open and honest relationships. So we laid out all the scenarios for all of us. And, and, uh, we all decided that the best thing short-term and long-term for it was us to come back and, and chase a national conference championship in a new league chase a national championship, but also, most importantly, enjoy doing it every single day with who we're doing it with. Dusty May is joining us. Dusty, it seems to me you had to make a similar decision yourself in the sense that after you made that great run last year, there were a number of high-profile openings that your name was attached to. I would imagine you could have jumped to a bigger school, but you did not. Why was it so important for you to stay at Florida Atlantic? Number of reasons. I, I, I value what we have and, and what we've built together. Um, I love going to work every day with our staff, with with the players in our locker room. And when when you've coached for a, a lot of years, and I've been fortunate to be a, a part of college basketball 20 plus years, I know that that's not always the case. And, and I don't take it for granted how much I enjoy going to work every single day because of the process that we work with. It's not just the fact that we've been able to to win. Um, it, it's it's the way our guys uh, that they want to improve. They and, and we're teachers at heart. So just being around the group of people we're with, 
um, it, it would be it would have been very very difficult to leave that. We're talking to Dusty May, so we talked about what's going to happen in Vegas. You got a big matchup, a top fifteen matchup where you go up against number four Arizona. You know Tommy Lloyd's team is going to be looking to bounce back after they suffered their first loss of the year to Purdue over the weekend. Defensively, how are you looking to slow down an Arizona team that is very deep and led by a North Carolina transfer, Caleb Love? Well, they have they have weapons at every single position. They're they're much much bigger than us. They run the floor as fast as any team in college basketball, every single possession. So they they test your transition defense. They test your rebounding. They test your perimeter defense. There's no holes in their game. They're elite on the defensive end. They're elite on the offensive end. They probably get more layups and dunks than anyone in the country right now. And they also shoot it really real well behind the arc. So we're going to have to pick our poison. We're not going to shut them out. So we're going to have to uh, – uh, figure out ways to simply slow them down. But if we can get our defense set uh, possession after possession, we'll have a chance. Love that game. Dusty May joining us for another moment or two. You know, Dusty, you mentioned the gauntlet that you had run through. The fact is you're not going to get that chance to defend your Conference USA title because FAU has joined the American Athletic Conference, which you were picked to win in the preseason coaches poll. We know that that doesn't mean a whole lot, the polls. But what are you expecting in your first season in that 14-team league once conference play does tip off in about a week and a half? Well, our, our conference, it begins and, and, and ends with, with the University of Memphis. There's such a, a historic program. They're the flagship program that the rest of us are chasing right now. But there's several several teams in our league that are playing great basketball. Tulane's playing at a high level. SMU just knocked off Florida State. Uh, Wichita State's having a, a great run under Coach Mills' first season. So there's so many quality teams in our program. But most importantly, there's marquee programs that have a lot of upside in national names, such as Temple, and and so we're honored to be a part of it. Charlotte and UAB have great basketball traditions. So there's so many great basketball programs that uh, we look forward to growing with the league. And and and, the, and uh, you know we've got to make sure that we continue to 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 play well and win games. So every game there's there's the value there's metric value in inside our league. Obviously they're thrilled to have you in that league. I think it's a really interesting league to see. Florida Atlantic nine and two. They're number fourteen this week. They've got a big one coming up against number four Arizona on Saturday in Vegas. Their head coach is Dusty May. Dusty really appreciate you. Thanks for making time for this show once again. Always good to talk to you. Have a great week. Weekend. I know we'll do it again next year. Well, Jim, if we're on your show, that means things are going well for us. So I appreciate it. I would say the same thing about you, Coach. If you're on the show, things are going well for me. Dusty May joining us. What a great coach. What an amazing job. I mean, can we just stop on that for one minute? Florida Atlantic went to the Final Four last year. Prior to last year, they had been to the tournament once. He took them to the Final Four, had other opportunities, stayed where he is. The players had other opportunities. The five returning starters stayed where they were. That is a great program. Great program. All right, so I left some time on the back end. My thanks to him. Tomorrow, we have our last regular show of the year, then our year in review. And that's coming up on Friday. Let's see here. Hey, Rome, after you played my Pistons suck, Carol, sadly, I'm going to have to double my appearance fees. When your book author calls me, tell him it's 20 Gur to hear my song again. Signed it, dumbass caroler guy. So on that note, the pistons are bad. The pistons are sad. The pistons make me mad. Is killing Hayes just bad? The pistons are bad. 
division opponents glad. Da 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 da. The Pistons are bad. The season isn't going as planned. <laughs> you think that's bad? Oh my goodness! How much better goodness did Alvin gracious. make that? Now we're done. That's a good Wednesday. That's a good hump day right there. My thanks to Dusty May. Hump day. My man Woody in the Northwoods. Mike Hilton, Bengals cornerback. Huge call brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they will install them for free. See better, drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by today or learn more at OReillyAuto.com. My thanks to those guests. My thanks to the XR4TI. Check out Cindy in the back row. Stepping it up once again. Jack Savage. May or may 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 not be back tomorrow. We'll see. Tommy is here every single day. Give me a song, Alvy. Alan. Doing his thing. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Alan. And I'm Jim Rome. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. We're out.